Hey folks, welcome to Relevance for today. I'm Steve Lewis. I've got a quick tip, some quick Bible scriptures I want to share with you about this whole love thing, husband and wife. It's almost Valentine's Day. Why not share something from the Word of God? It's going to help you as a married couple if you stick to the Word of God. Stay tuned, folks. It's going to help the marriage. So I am back. As most of you know, hey, we all know it. It's marketed all year round and so forth. As soon as December ends and January starts, Santa Claus and all the candy and all that stuff comes off of the shelves. And voila, everybody starts marketing Valentine's Day. I call it marketing because you know as well as I do, it's a great way to make money. Hey, why not once a year? Let's emphasize on loving one another as a husband and wife, girlfriend, boyfriend. It makes big bucks, doesn't it, ladies? Because you know how the ladies are. Boy, would be nice to get that ring, get a little bling bling going on. Valentine's Day is coming. The guy's rushing around. Oh my gosh, what should I get? Uh, stuffed animal? Uh, more jewelry? Uh, what do I get, right? Is that what it's really all about, folks? Or maybe we could try to do this whole love thing all year round. It's just like the Christmas situation. You know, the Grinch said it best. It's always about packages and gifts and boxes and bags. It's all about gifts, 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 gifts. Well, why don't we focus on love, 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 love? And why don't we do this 365 days out of a year instead of waiting for one day to say, oh, by the way, Barb, I love you. Because St. Valentine's, well, you know, Valentine's Day, I got to get some chocolates, right? We got to do the heart thing because of one person and one holiday, one celebration. Why don't we just scratch that whole thing and say, you know what? Why don't we love our spouses all the time? Husband, same thing. This is for both sides. Husband, wife, it's for both of you. Very important what I'm about to share. Let's dig in right now before I start on a rant. Okay, so here we go. We are going to dig right in the Word of God. Folks, you've heard the scripture preached in sermons. You've heard it in church many times, but I'm here to tell you, and some of you already know this, I'm here to show you what it's really all about. It's not a one-sided deal. The two became one flesh. Remember that, okay? Husband and wife, man and woman, the two get together, they become one, they populate the earth by having children. Okay, so here we go. That's what God intended. So here it is. We're going into a, the book of Ephesians. Going to be reading out of the New Living Translation. We're going to be in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 through 30. And in here it's titled, Spirit-Guided Relationships, Wives and Husbands. So here we go. And further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And that reverence means deep respect. So have a deep respect for your husband. Have a deep respect for your wife. For wives, and you've heard this preached many times, wives don't get offended. But for a fact, it's been misinterpreted many different times for advantage. And let's be honest, guys, it's been advantageous for the man, depending on what denomination you're in. So this is that passage of scripture that's very, it's very sad how it's used because this is not the way it's supposed to be used. Okay, so here's how it says. 
For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his house, or the husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. Bam, that's it. Have a nice day. See ya. No, see, that is the problem. That's where many guys, sorry, there's some pastors out there too, that will literally do that. Wives, submit to your husbands. That's it, period, point blank. Have a nice day. No, 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 no. Let's go further down and read more of the scripture because it's more than just the wife submitting to the husband. The husband has a bigger responsibility. So let's continue. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. Who's the church? The church is the people, the people who follow Jesus Christ. The world calls us Christians. I say follower of Jesus Christ. That is the church, not the building, but the people. Okay. How much did Jesus Christ love us? Remember, it says right here. Husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church, and we are members of his body. So, the key things. Wives submit to your husbands, but the same time, husbands submit to your wives, you might as well say, because that's the bottom line. Husbands love your wives like Christ loved the church. So Steve, how did Christ love the church? Well here, let's go here real quick. We might as well take care of business. What did Christ do, right? Christ loved us so much. Remember John 3:16. For God loved the world so much that he gave his only son for you and me. Remember that. He loved us so much that he gave. He hung on that cross. It says right here in John 19 verses 28 through 30, the death of Jesus. And we know he did not die. He hung on the cross. He died carried our sins, but was resurrected by the power of the Holy Spirit. But here's what it says right here. Verse 28, Jesus knew that his mission was now finished and to fulfill scripture, he said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was sitting there. So they soaked a sponge in it, put it on a hyssop branch and held it up to his lips. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and released his spirit. So he Jesus loved us so much that he died for us, right? So one more time, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Jesus Christ hung on the cross, he died for us. What sacrifice are you making for your wife? You need to look in your wife's eyes and without even sharing this scripture with her, Make it as private as you want. I want you to gaze into your wife's eyes. She, or wherever she may be around the house, you stare at her. And I want you to ask yourself this question. 
Do I love my wife enough to die for her? Would I hang on the cross and take the beatings and the scourging and the suffering that Jesus Christ did because I love that woman so much that that's what I would do for her? You got to really ask yourself that, guys. So when we're sitting here and we're lording over our wives and we're telling them what to do, make me this, make me that, do this, do that, you're in the house today, so you need to make sure that the dishes are clean. And the, Man, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself, before you end up alone. The bottom line is you need to love her. If you are a man of God, you need to make sure this scripture gets put in here, up here, and definitely in your spirit, man. We must love our wives the way Christ loved the church. And when we love our wives that much, we'll do anything for her. We will never lord over her. We'll love her so much and care for her that it'll be a two-way street. It'll be teamwork. John Eckhart said this at one of the meetings. Someone was talking about submission, and he was talking about marriage, and he said what submission really is is two people with the exact same equal power being able to come together and to work together as a team and do things one for the other. Remember, stay in tune with your wives, husbands. Wives, same things. Stay in tune with your man. Guys, you need to speak up. Share your heart more with your wife. You know, it's a one, you're supposed to become one. Take a look at this right here. I don't even know why I put my glasses on. Um, actually, I do know why. Because I wanna to read to you Genesis 2, Chapter 2, verses 22 through 24. And it says right here, Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she came from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. The two become one flesh. The two become one flesh. <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy. But the bottom line is, right, the two become one. So you're one. So remember that. When you guys, you know, I know Valentine's Day is coming up. You know, I'm not trying to advertise for it, that's for sure. I'm trying to advertise the God of word into the household of husbands and wives. Love one another. Take care of each other. Remember, you are one. You wouldn't hurt yourself. So remember, don't hurt your wives. Love on each other. Talk to one another. Pick up on things. Have that... S put your radar on. Guys, pay attention. I'm telling you, man, guys, if you paid more attention, you know, and I'm not saying this is all just guys alone, but if guys, if you paid more attention, you'd be able to read your wives. You'd be able to see what's going on. Take the time to sit down, talk to them. You know what I mean? Put these things down. Put them down for a minute. Phones or whatever. You know, people dog me out. Yes, I've got a flip phone. <laughs> but the bottom line is put them down. You know, don't just say, hey, hey, how you doing, Barb? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Put that stuff down. Put it away, take these things, put them aside, turn them off, sit down, relax with your wife, sit down and relax with your husband, look into each other's eyes. You belong to one another. God gave you to each other. You are one. Remember that, folks. 
Remember that. Don't wait until February 14th of every year to show your love. And remember, it's not all about gifts. Yes, some of the love languages are gifts. Some are spending quality time together. Others touch. Others is works of service. I'd rather have, you know, my wife would rather have me working beside her on something, on a project, rather than buy her a bunch of flowers. You know, some spouses would rather have a gift than have something different. Find out what each other's likes work together. Don't be the guy or the gal who waits until February 13th and runs out and goes, oh my gosh, I got to get them something. Cause you know what? This is the day on the calendar that says we've got to go and show each other how much we love each other. No, be spontaneous. You know, every once in a while, buy them a gift. Uh, you, you know, the wife goes out for a while. Guys, you know how to clean up. Many of you do know how to clean up, clean the house, you know, whatever it may be. One of the things Barb and I like to do is if we team up and work together, that's more time that her and I get together. So it's not just one sitting there with her feet up eating bonbons while the other one's busting around with a vacuum cleaner and doing laundry. We team up together, get the job done when we're both not doing anything for that day. We'll get together, hey, let's tag team this, let's get this done. You know, if you see something, take care of it. That is love. So remember that, folks. That's just a quick little spill on love. I was going through the Word of God, trying to figure out what I was going to share on. And with Valentine's Day coming up, I figured that'd be a great thing to do. Love on one another. Remember your one. Husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. If you love her so much like Christ loved the church, you can forget about this whole submission thing and all that stuff because everybody's going to come into play. She's going to want to do things for you. You're going to want to do things for her. You're just going to come together in love. Will there be an argument or two? Of course, there'll be a problem or two. It's real life. You're two people in the same household together, right? You're going to bump heads every once in a while? Sure, of course you will. But you know, at the same time, at the end of the day, it's like, hey, you know what? I guess I was wrong. Yep, I love you. <laughs> now I'm doing puppet shows. But you get the idea. You can make happen whatever you want to make happen. Right, Claudette Babin? So you don't have to argue and fight. Think about it. I told somebody one time, I've told people several times, choose your battles. Is it really killing you that bad if the water's running for an extra five minutes? You know what I mean? Is it really that bad if the shoes are muddy? You know what I mean? Everybody starts screaming at each other and it just turns into a nightmare. Then nobody speaks because we've got pride and the whole nine yards. Squash it. You are one. God gave you to each other. Out of everybody in the world, God blessed you two with each other. Share this with your spouse. Listen to it together. Don't say I told you so to one another. Remember, stay in this word. Your marriage will be strong. Live the word of God in your household with each other. Put God first in your marriage. You will be successful. Stay with that, folks. Remember, have people praying for you if you need to. Yes, I'm aware that people do have problems in marriage. And yes, all marriages don't work out. But this is for the people who are working it and trying their hardest to stay together. Love one another. Use God's word. Don't let anyone tell you it's all about women submitting to husbands because that is false teaching. Remember that. It's a two-way street. Partnership. You're supposed to be beside each other. Man and woman. Helpmate with the man together as one. There you have it, folks. Let's go ahead and pray.
So Heavenly Father, just thank you for this opportunity today just to share on marriage. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my amazing wife, Barbara, and all she does for us. I thank you for the team effort that we have together. I thank you for the 30 years that we've been together come April of this year. I thank you so much, Lord, for her love, for her friendship, for her heart, for her kindness, for the teamwork that we have in our marriage. Heavenly Father, I ask you just bless each and every married couple out there. Those that are thinking about getting married, Lord, I ask you to bless them with people who will come around them and give them guidance. And Heavenly Father, also for those who are coming to a point where they want to get married, so that you remove the stubbornness from them so they'll listen to people with experience, real life experience, not book experience, but real life marriage experience, because that's what they truly need. Heavenly Father, bless all those out there that are doing it right, that are staying together, that are working hard on their marriage, that are submitting to one another as a team, to the husbands who are loving their wives as much as you loved us so much that you sent Jesus Christ down on this earth. Heavenly Father, bless all those who are single that they will find that right person for them one day. Send them a spouse, Lord, so they can reproduce in this world as you really called us to do, Lord. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for the blessings. Bless each and every one that's listening to the sound of my voice and watching this video. Bless all marriages between men and women out there. And I just thank you so much, Lord, for this opportunity to share this message. In Jesus' precious holy name, amen. There you have it, folks. Another message for you. Take this one to heart. Make sure you share it with your spouse. Husbands, if you're watching this and listening to it, share it with your wife. Get together. Remember, she is yours. God gave her to you. She is your gift. He is your gift. Work together on your relationship. Never give up. Remember what 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, love never fails. Love is always hopeful. It always goes through every, every circumstance, no matter what. Love covers it when you really follow that passage of scripture. As I've said so many times, love covers everything. Just get together, work on your relationship, stay together, one bond, together as one, together as one. There you have it. Thanks for listening, folks. Share it with your friends, share it with other married couples, share it with those who are planning on getting married. God bless you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.